Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the burner, less lethal pistol launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, uh, foot, foot, me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. The U.S. government economic team feels is that the economy has a very strong basis. Our recovery has been incredibly strong on most measures. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. Freedom is back in style. Welcome the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 242. All right, day 242, day 255. Joey said he'd never do it. Uh, Some good news to report as we come on the program at uh, uh, 3 o'clock Eastern, 12 o'clock on the West Coast. Those of you eating In-N-Out burgers, don't take this personally, but I hate your guts because we don't have In-N-Out burgers here, and I'd love one. Uh, anyway, uh, the Brooklyn shooting suspect, the subway guy from yesterday, has now been taken into police custody, which frankly is a miracle considering they didn't have the the surveillance cameras working. And on top of all the money that they take in New York City and New York State in taxes, more than twice what Florida takes in, similar populations, 
And Florida's infrastructure is a thousand times better uh, than all things New York. Anyway, they you, you get a much better bang for your buck, and there's no state income tax in Florida. It's crazy. Anyway, they took this guy into custody, and um, according to so- sources, uh, he may have been riding the New York City subways hours after the rush hour shooting, according to some sources. Uh, the subway shooter called for a race war. Apparently, there were a series of really strange, bizarre, angry, hostile social media postings that they've been able to discover about this guy. Democratic media can't wait to sound the alarm, uh, you know, in some cases. But if in others, they just they, they leave out key details if it doesn't fit a political narrative that suits them. Anyway, if it was a, the cops committing something like this, oh, the cops, the cops. Anyway, I don't know what's wrong with this guy, but apparently he made a lot of racist social media posts. And, you know, we haven't heard much from the media about a lot of this. They give the New York Post credit. They deserve kudos for defying the rest of the media's ban on 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 issues that would be normally talked about. Uh, subway shooting suspect Frank James ranted about race issues, claimed that the Russian invasion of Ukraine was proof that black people were treated with disdain in society. How he makes that connection, I'm not sure. These white mother bleepers, this is what they do. Ultimately, at the end of the day, they kill and commit genocide against each other. What do you think they're they're going to do to black people? Rambling conspiracy theories claiming a race war would follow the ongoing conflict in Europe. Uh, it's just a matter of time before these white mother effers, you know, decide, hey, listen, enough is enough. Uh, these N-words got to go. I mean, it's just crazy stuff. The carnage continued yesterday long after the subway ended in the rampage. Now, so 10 people were reportedly shot by this racist maniac on the train. Again, we'll give him the presumption of innocence. Everyone's innocent until proven guilty, but the... Authorities believe that they got the right guy. Time will tell. Um, Three people were killed in New York yesterday. Do you know their names? It's just like every weekend when we come back. You know, I I can go through, make a pretty accurate description. How many people are going to be shot in Chicago or New York City or any other big city? And how many people will be shot and killed? And you never know. We have three people that were killed. Twelve others were wounded in shootings that rocked parts of the Bronx and other places in Brooklyn last night. And the fatalities included a 23-year-old woman, two men, 22 and 21, all killed in separate shootings in the Bronx. Five other shootings reported in New York City during roughly a uh, six-hour span. Now, this is the question the mob and the media will never ask. How much of this might be prevented if they didn't cut the New York Police Department's budget by one billion dollars. How, you know, how, how, how much do you want to bet that some of these people involved in these shootings had been arrested and likely let out because of New York's no bail laws? I'd bet that's a high likelihood. And they don't care. They're not restoring the funding to the NYPD. That all of this is predictable. If you if you cut the police budget by a billion dollars and you, you you don't have bail for people that even, you know, rob banks, then what's the point? You, you, basically, if you don't, you know, it's, it's an amazing thing. We don't even go after 
people, as long as they don't steal more than $1,000 worth of stuff, it's okay. It's okay. All these, all these racist rants. And that's another thing. I'm in favor of police following social media as long as they're not targeting people with one political opinion. They ought to be looking for people that threaten violence. And when people threaten violence, they should keep their eye on them. It's not really that complicated, not that hard, not that difficult to figure out. It was one video post of this uh, alleged subway shooter, Frank James, blasting uh, Justice Jackson, quote, for marrying a white man, according to uh, one one terrorism expert that has apparently gone over all of this. Uh, We just live in crazy times and things are getting really worse every day and i can't even believe that this is now what's going on in this country and all of it is preventable law and order is not hard to achieve safety and security for every american every town every city is not hard to achieve you got to enforce the laws and you got to have a strong police presence now when you get a bad apple and a police department that person has to go you have to have ways to weed them out one of the best things that's ever happened is they have body cams and they have car cams, and people have cell phones. So we get to see for ourselves what happens under you know, any particular situation. It doesn't mean that the site is gonna be pretty and that the cop did something wrong necessarily. If somebody resists arrest, it's never gonna look good on a videotape, but you'll be able to see who's responsible for the confrontation. If you have somebody that complies with a police officer, like if you get pulled over, there's only one There's only one method of dealing with being pulled over by a police officer, and that is, yes, officer, no officer, uh, whatever you say. Can you please step out of the car? Yes, sir. That's it. At that moment of time, they have all the control and all the power. If you don't comply, then they're going to engage in a conflict that you're causing. You might say, well, Hannity, what if they pull me over and I wasn't speeding? Okay, you probably were speeding, but putting that aside, that's what courts are for. You bring your case to court, maybe you have a means somehow to prove that you weren't speeding. I don't know. And I know, I know plenty of people that have gone to court fighting speeding tickets that have done extraordinarily well in court. They do really well. Um, the big lie is being exposed. Let's start with that. And that is that Vladimir Putin is responsible for the 41-year high in inflation. The other big lie is being exposed, and that is that Vladimir Putin is responsible for the spike in inflation. No, because when Joe Biden took office in January of 2021, we were at 1.4% in terms of the consumer price index, which is most closely associated with the inflation numbers. Now we're at 8.5%. And then you look at the time when Russia invades Ukraine, and you see, oh, well, gas had already gone from, what, about $2.32 a gallon on average or $0.42 a gallon. It was already, you know, $3.75 a gallon. It had gone up significantly, you know, nearly a buck and a half. January of 2021, it was $2.42 a gallon. Went up at least, you know, a buck 25, buck 50 a gallon on average before Putin ever invaded Ukraine. It's that simple. And then, oh, well, you know, this inflation is transitory. They've been telling us that since February, October before. Remember, it wasn't until the end of February when Putin invaded Ukraine. 
October's CPI was 6.2, 40-year record, November 6.8, December 7.0, January 7.5, February 7.9. There were only four days left in February. So you can't blame Vladimir Putin for the high cost of 40-year high of inflation because we had already had it all of those months. Uh, there's a CBS News poll out. A full two-thirds of the American people now are saying that Joe Biden's inflation crisis is causing them economic hardship. It's causing hardship for themselves, their families. Only 8% of Americans are saying that they are unaffected. Nearly as many Americans, 63%, now say the Biden economy is bad. Only 31% disagree with that. Among those who say the economy is bad, 86% blame the Biden inflation crisis where it belongs, on Joe Biden. 82% blame Joe Biden for skyrocketing gas prices. Two-thirds of people say that Biden inflation's crisis, the inflation crisis, has forced them to cut back on travel and entertainment. 53% said they've even had to reduce spending on food and groceries. 65% say Biden is not doing enough to lower gas prices. You know, this idea that we're going to tap these uh, petroleum reserves in this country, uh, they're there for security reasons, and he's only talking about a million barrels a day. You know, we if we finish the Keystone XL pipeline, as the Alberta Premier, Alberta, Canada Premier said would be done by now, we'd be getting 900,000 barrels of Canadian oil, you know, piped into this country on a daily basis. You know, that, that would free up our ability to get more natural gas to send to our Western European uh, and NATO allies that desperately need an alternative to Vladimir Putin, because as we pointed out yesterday, Vladimir Putin's making more money from oil and gas this year than he made last year. Almost a billion dollars a day. It's $312 billion he'll make this year alone. Wholesale inflation prices, to add to yesterday's bad news, if you thought the 8.5% inflation was bad enough, well, the wholesale price report came out today. Labor Department announced that its producer price index, which measures inflation at the wholesale level, meaning what you're paying for things, before it reaches consumers, it's up 11.2%. Well, who do you think is going to pay that? It's not going to be the wholesalers. It's going to be you buying retail. Anyway, economists expected it to rise. They, they were predicting 10%. Anyway, do, diesel fuel prices has now soared 20.4% in the month, leading to the cost increases in, in March. Truckers aren't going to take less for their money. By the way, God bless Joe Manchin. He's out there saying it would be absolutely foolish for Joe Biden not to resurrect the Keystone Pipeline. Well, you know, I think the answer is he is foolish. That's 900,000 barrels of oil a day from Canada to the U.S. I don't like little Justin particularly too much, but he's not Vladimir Putin. He's not an Iranian mullah, and he's not a Venezuelan murdering thug dictator, and he's not one of these OPEC countries that hate our guts. He said... He floated the idea of rebranding or rerouting the Keystone XL pipeline during a visit to Canada yesterday. And the brand of XL uh, pipeline is gone, probably. And he told reporters when asked about the chance of a revival, you know what he should do? Bring it right into West Virginia. I'd support that for him in his state. That'd be great for the people of his state. Bidenflation is just soaring on so much for transitory inflation, right? That's what they told us. That's what they lied to us about the last time. Just just ask yourself, if you're like me and uh, you do the grocery shopping every week, I like grocery shopping. 
because I eat, I like to look at the meat because I'm very paleo on my diet. I like to look at the meat before I buy it. Buy pork chops, pork ribs, uh, beef ribs, steak, hamburgers. You know, I eat a lot of meat. That's what I eat. A lot of onions with it and a lot of spinach and eggs. And I, I, I don't eat hardly any carbs at all. Very little. And everything's astronomically higher than it was a year ago. I mean, significantly, obviously higher. And I talk to people. I, I know I'm like an old lady sitting there talking to all the old ladies. Did you say the price of this thing? <laughs> Linda, you're laughing. It's true. We, every, everybody's complaining I'm about sure, it. I am sure that these women in the store are very eager to hear your thoughts on what we type talk of meat about they it. should be buying. I'm sure, I have no doubt. Lady, when, this week, the poor woman had lost her son to fentanyl. Can you believe that? And then I can't we did talk it. about high prices after that, but I was like, oh, my heart ached for this poor woman. Yes, Bill Maher was on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, and he does have interesting comments lately. I thought his comments with Adam Carolla were interesting, too. Uh and Mar said something that I actually agree with. He said, you know, he, he understands that he's gained some notoriety among conservatives in recent years because he's calling out the increasingly radical left wing ideas. He's he's right about that part. And then he's asserted that he, he is not the one who's changed. Rather, progressives in the country are the ones that drifted away from broadly accepted norms. He's right on this, too. He, he seems to have stayed you know, right down the middle. For years, the left in this country, they just tried to hide who they really were. That was my argument. And they would never be so openly socialist as they are now. And anyway, and then he goes on to say five years ago, we hadn't spent $6 trillion to stay home. I mean, I understand that it had something to do with the pandemic. Then he said five years ago, no one was talking about abolishing the police there was no talk about pregnant men. Looting was still illegal. So uh, have I changed? No, because if someone had said 20 years ago, I'm not sure looting is a bad thing, I would have opposed it then. I haven't changed. And later dis discussing why both he and Rogan have experienced a growth in their followings, he says, I think it's because we're both seen as people that are just commonsensical. Um... There is a, a, he's always been more libertarian to me than than democratic but and I know he never supports republican candidates for me conservatism is just simply the answer conservatism just works believe what the other side claims that's why there's the sean hannity show all right 25 till the top of the hour 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program you know biden is he blames inflation and gas prices that are soaring i paid 4.79 a gallon this week what'd you pay linda what are you paying price per gallon of gasoline what's 489. that 4.89 4.89 Oh, I'm saving 10 cents. You need to come to my, my place. Uh, clearly, I know. Yeah, now, do you pump your own gas or do they pump it for you? 
No, we pump our own gas. The place that pumps uh, is five nineteen. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm not. No way, I'm paying the extra dollar a gallon. It's like ridiculous. Forget about it. My hand works just <clears throat> fine. I got it. But you look at this jump and this massive jump, and then the then they're just outright lying about it. Is you know, it's it's pretty unbelievable. You know, Joe Manchin saying yesterday, leaders need to stop searching for where to blame lay the blame. I kind of disagree with that statement in this sense. You got to figure out why it's happening. And it's not that hard to figure out. A lot of it is rooted in the economic and energy policies of Joe Biden. This is what New Green Deal socialism looks like. This is what artificially reducing the world supply of energy looks like to satisfy the climate alarmist religious cult in this country or new green deal socialists in this country it's not putin's inflation it's never been putin's inflation for months and months we're setting record after record after record all right now we're going to blame vladimir let's blame vladimir for this i didn't know blaming vladimir for producer uh producer prices going up 11.2 percent these numbers just out today i mean it's it that this is a significant amount of money. It is now Manchin did say something that I like. He said it's a disservice to suggest inflation is a new phenomenon. And he says the American people deserve to know the truth. Who's to blame for skyrocketing prices and tears into Biden for responding with half measures? He's right on all points. What's that? What are you saying in my ear? Yes, you can. Say something. <laughs> I want to just talk in my ear. You just mess up my trend of thought. So go well, ahead. first of all, I just don't want to be rude, but there is something you've talked about this a lot on radio and TV. But I want to let the audience know because a lot of people have called in about it. So on HannityD.com, we have a piece up that came from the RSC and it's called a promise kept Biden's war on energy. And it basically is the argument for all your liberal friends and family that want to say that this is the uh, Putin price hike. It's not. It goes through every single gas price, the average gas price by week from January of 21. And it shows you how it increased, what was happening. And it's been going on long before what started now, we've on February had that 24th. Up for a long time. And also, well, this we put I, up like a couple weeks ago. And then I scrolled it one night on television. I don't yes, even think did. we had time to get through all of the things that he is, that he was responsible for, for raising the price of gasoline. And, you know, that's why the charts we showed last night, we showed the large spike in the price of gas, the large inflation spike that we've ex been experiencing for month after month after month after month, long before Putin ever invaded Ukraine. <clears throat> this is just their convenient excuse. And according to these polls, the American people, they're not buying the lie. And if anything, you know, most people I think are like me. You can forgive a lot of things like with, when you're raising your kids, right? The kids are going to do stupid stuff. You're going to have to say, okay, knock it off. All right, what did you just do? And then they said, oh, I, did, I swear I didn't do it. You know, I didn't eat the cookie, the chocolate chip cookie. Meanwhile, there's chocolate chips all over their face. So they're not good at lying, right? I did not eat the cookie, I swear. Okay, well, what's this chocolate? Let's go look in the mirror. You know, I used to say to my kids, stop, just stop. You know, you're digging a deeper hole for yourself. There's going to be a greater punishment for lying than there is for eating the stupid cookie. And and you're not any I used to say to them all the time, you're not any good at it. <laughs> I said, I've met a lot of people in my life that are pretty good at lying. Um, anyway, so but over time, they realized that I meant it. I'd, I'd get more mad if they lied than whatever the issue was at the time.
Anyway, so Manchin blasted the rhetorical failures that did nothing to stop the average cost of consumer goods for reaching another record yesterday. And, of course, I'm, I'm pointing out that producer prices set another record from last year. Uh, that's on the wholesale level. And, okay, that means that it's going to be passed on to the retail level, and that means you're going to pay. That's what it all means. You know, this idea that we have, we're going we're gonna to have everyone buy electric vehicles. Okay, uh, I support an all-of-the-above energy policy. Anything that's going to lower the prices, I'm for. But stop lying to us that we need electric cars. How are you going to, you know, what are the charging uh, costs? Where does the energy to charge the batteries come from? Anyone ever ask that question? Ken Langone, you have NYU Langone Medical Center in New York. Anyway, one of the, he's also a co-founder with Bernie Marcus of Home Depot, smart guy, predicted the U.S. will face a recession and called Biden the worst president, worse than former President Jimmy Carter. I agree with him. We've got to get rates well above the inflation rate if you want to snap inflation, just like Paul Volcker did when he worked for Reagan in 80 and 81. Those were painful years because Reagan had to dig himself out of the hole that Carter dug, which was 21.5% interest rates, double-digit you know, inflation, just like we're experiencing now, and, and the worst economy any one president inherited. And Reagan cut taxes... Eventually, by the time his eight years ended in office, it was the longest period of peacetime economic growth in history. This was never transitory. They knew it, and they just lied about it. This is serious inflation. The Fed has been slow to react, and when they overreact, which is the next thing they're going to do, it's 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 literally going to just watch watch your your home value go right in the sewer. Because people aren't going to be able to get a mortgage at 8%, 9%. It's just the cost is too high. You know, one point increase in interest rates has a profound impact on what you pay monthly for your mortgage. So Biden's latest thing is to announce authorization of E15 gasoline in an effort to increase U.S. fuel supply. Fuel supply. Okay, that's not the answer. It's a, all right, fine. I'm all for ethanol blends. I don't have any problem with E15 gasoline sold in the U.S. this summer. Uh, I think the, these are all band-aid solutions. They're not real solutions. You know, hitting up the petroleum federal, you know, emergency petroleum reserve, and and taking a million barrels of boy, of oil a day out of there is not the answer. Finishing the Keystone XL pipeline. You can get 900,000 barrels of Canadian oil a day. Finish the pipeline. The answer, the one obvious answer, is the one they won't even talk about. And that is going back to the energy independence policies that worked under Donald Trump. They don't want to do it. They refuse to. And and let me tell you, they're going to pay the price in November, big time. And they should pay the price big time. Because it's not working. Uh, in New York, now we had a poll which is why we had Lee Zeldin on, only a few points behind Kathy Hochul in terms of running for governor of New York. Now, I, I, if that's real, I think it is, because corruption in Albany, you know, just keeps getting worse. There's been more Senate leaders and Assembly of New York leaders, more people in Albany indicted probably than any other state because it seems to be every single one that gets that job gets these jobs in this case after andrew cuomo 
stepped aside. And days after Hochul announced she was standing by her lying lieutenant governor, Brian Benjamin. By the way, I didn't even know this guy. Like, I didn't know who she was because she she was never in the news. Never. It was all about Cuomo. Now it's all about her. Now her lieutenant governor lied. She was standing by him. And anyway, the charges now center on his run for city controller last year. And the FBI arrested one of his top fundraisers, a real estate mogul. In November, charging him with wire fraud and illegally funding Benjamin's campaign. Well, that would have been a good time to find a new number two coming on top of revelations that he lied on disclosure forms to become the lieutenant governor, pretending he'd never been under investigation when he knew at the time that he was. But that's neither here nor or there. Uh, a congressman that ran on a promise of giving constituents full-time representation has been absent from the Capitol almost the entire year uh, according to uh, a new report, Representative, I think it's Cahill from Hawaii, rarely shows up for work. <laughs> Why bother? Nobody notices. Uh, anyway, hasn't been in D.C., still working as an airline pilot. Great to have two jobs. Uh, one other excuse, Democrats, uh, that caught my attention is pretty interesting. They, they've, we've done a really horrible job at, at messaging our failures. What do you mean messaging your failures? You can do it, but that's the problem. The messaging is wrong. You know, we've done a lousy job at highlighting our accomplishments. What accomplishments? There are none. You can't say your COVID policies have been a success because they haven't. We didn't see Omicron coming. We run out of tests over Christmas. Predictable time when people get together, higher incidence of, of COVID positivity. Run out of monoclonal antibodies. Don't even mention them. And then when you do mention them, you ration them irrationally. When we never had a shortage, never, until Joe Biden finally found out that he exists when he gave his vaccine mandates uh, speech. You know, I'm not going to BS. We've done an effing horrible job. And sometimes I think we deserve to, to lose big in November, said one Democratic strategist. Democrats can say what they want, but it's not honest. The narrative here doesn't exist. We need to wake up fast. Well, what's the narrative on the border and Joe's cages and a 30-year record of illegal immigrants coming into the country and defund and dismantle the police and no bail laws that they support? They're all on record supporting this. And what about the energy policies that have now given us the highest energy prices in history? How do you explain away the inflation that happened under your watch, under your policies? Can't blame that on Trump either. MSDNC, ABC, CBS, Democrats repeatedly fear-mongering, you know, now out there that the GOP will be the death of democracy. Okay, that happens anytime Republicans have a chance of winning. Republicans want to poison the air and water and kill grandma and grandpa and throw them over a cliff. And they only want to feed them dog food and cat food. And they're racist and they're sexist and they're misogynist and they're homophobes and xenophobes and transphobic. I mean, it's, not, it's the same. It's the same routine every two years, every four years. Um, liberal now. Th this news was ripped from a 2018 video mocking Donald Trump's prediction about Germany. Nobody knows now. Donald Trump's going to be on TV tonight. We're going to get his take on the economy and what he would do to fix it. And we're really going to try and do a deep dive. We're also going to get his take on Ukraine and how he would have handled it differently. And we'll also get his take on 
what he would be doing when it relates to COVID, inflation, all of these important issues, how to fix the border. Would he remove Title 42 that he put in place? What is the impact of removing that? There's a lot of ground to cover. You know, what moves would he be making with Putin and President Xi? What does he think of this idiotic Iranian deal? You know, we have now nearly 50 retired generals and admirals came out against Biden's Iranian nuclear deal. This was in the Washington Times. Former uh, uh, leader of the U.S. Marine Corps, retired Army general, once commanded U.S. troops in Korea. Dozens of retired senior military officers publicly opposing reviving this nuclear deal with Iran amid signs that the Biden administration is close to an agreement. This is an unmitigated disaster. It is so outrageously bad and dumb and stupid. You're going to give them tens of billions of dollars, allow Russia to build a nuclear facility for them, $10 billion worth. Then you're going to lift the no-fly restrictions on the Iranian Revolutionary Guard and then import oil from Iran and make the mullahs in Iran that chant death to America rich again. That's brilliant. That is just absolute. I've never heard anything that brilliantly dumb. I mean, just at a level you can't even imagine. I got a kick this morning out of seeing the Texas buses dropping off Biden's illegal immigrants at the U.S. Capitol. First bus arrived this morning. Five Democratic senators have joined Republicans in backing the bill that would prevent Biden from lifting Title 42. Now, I'm not surprised by John Tester, Manchin, uh, Hassan, or Cinema, but I noticed Mark Kelly, who's about to lose his Senate seat, joined in, too. And I also noticed Beto Bozo O'Rourke is blasting Biden for a plan to end Title 42. The same guy that says, hell yeah, we're coming for your AK-47s, is now acting like he's pro-Second Amendment. What you call that is an election year conversion. That's all it is. In other words, I'm willing to lie and say anything I need to say to win an election. There's a report on NPR that the reparations movement is picking up steam in California. Newsom signed legislation creating the two-year reparations task force in 2020. Anyway, they're going to have the first in the nation task force meet in person on Wednesday. And the members have gathered face-to-face the first time they've done and they're in normal meeting, blah, 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 blah. There we go. There's the world. Maybe we should just let New York, California, New Jersey, and Illinois create their own little unity state conference. Because I want them to remain in the United States. But they can have their own tax policies and their own insanity. And the rest of us, you know, we can, have our, we, we can make our own policies. Be a much better country. Let them do their crazy stuff in those states only. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes, and then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere, and it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now it comes in black and two different camo patterns, and you can pick one up for three to 400 bucks depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. 
Go to their website, henryusa.com. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com. Free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. You know, since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they have been committed to improving the lives of Americans' vets, first responders, and their families. Now, for over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Now, Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young children. They build specially adapted smart homes for catastrophically injured vets and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. Now, Dave Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. Now, he has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades in arms, nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting our vets, first responders, and their families, and there are so many of them that need our help. Please join the foundation on their mission to do good and never forget. Just commit $11 a month. You can do it by going to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. That's the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N.